Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada. This is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 74 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And once again, I am here with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What's up, guys? What's up, Jason? How's it going? Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) You look like you're trying to avoid eye contact with us. I'm trying not to look at the screen at you guys because I was trying not to laugh. Uh, I know nice, you're. I know nice we're ugly, to... but you don't gotta laugh at us. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just in a weird mood, I guess. I laughed at ugly people tonight, so. Uh, no, no. So what's going on, guys? Not much. All Another right. fine evening in October, getting ready for Halloween. We are getting ready. Yeah. We are. I know, Cody. Uh, you got a little bit of snow this week, right? Yeah, Tuesday morning we woke up to about eight inches of snow and about half the city's trees on the ground. Oh, wow. Because not all the leaves had fallen off the trees yet, and so just they all that. Because then it was that real wet, heavy snow, not the dry snow. It was the wet snow, and it just the trees just couldn't handle the weight when they still had the leaves and stuff on them. And yeah. We had our window open just cracked that night and i mean throughout the night you could just hear trees and branches just snapping and cracking and oh, i thought you were gonna say you had you had your car window i was like oh no no, no no the window oh. in the bedroom was cracked <laughs> oh okay just to let in some of the cool air and and yeah. then yeah that morning it was eight inches of snow i had to brush off the car and that's crazy yeah we got a little bit tuesday night wednesday morning but it was gone Fairly quick. It was basically a dusting. Oh, yeah. We got uh, more than that. Ours is just barely melted off. The rest yeah. of it probably between yesterday and today. And then I know James and his fellow Las Vegas residents were struggling because it got down to, what, like 60? It was freezing. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> uh, I almost... Almost put on pants. Almost. That's you crazy because it's cold if James is putting on pants. Because James visited here a couple years ago and it was it snowed pretty good and he still kept those shorts on. It's yeah, true. <laughs> I don't even think he packed pants. Yeah. He probably didn't. Yeah. yeah. He probably didn't. So nope. He so got yeah, pajama pants for Christmas and just cut them off at the knees. <laughs> yeah. So Halloween's coming. Winter's coming for some of us. Um Hopefully it's not snowing on Halloween this year for us. That's just horrible for the kids because I mean, they, I mean, we still go out trick or treating and stuff, but they have to wear big coats and stuff, and yeah. uh, they don't have to. Pansies. If they want to stay warm and not get the flu, <laughs> walk faster, or the or a cold. No or, one's getting flu these days. Or yeah, that's COVID, right. COVID's taking over. No flu. <laughs> yeah, COVID COVID cured the flu problem. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh shoot, we better change subjects yeah, quick. We gotta change subjects now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 
time to watch Ichabod again. <laughs> yeah, we, we it's it's probably on your uh, on your yearly watch list, huh, James? It is. Yep. I know we do got to watch the new Muppets Haunted Mansion special. Yes, that just came out on Disney Plus. Uh, that'll be a good uh, Halloween movie. I know we usually watch uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so. I haven't seen that movie, movie in a long time. Yeah, I need to we, watch it. We, we watch it before Halloween and then we watch it before Christmas too. So nice. We watch it twice. That is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really, I don't know. You guys do anything cool the last week or two? I know James, um, you went to Disneyland, right? I did. Yeah. We don't need to about not that. going to Disneyland. Oogie yeah. Boogie Bash, Disneyland. So in five words or less, how was it? Fantastic. Oh, he just needed one. I just needed one. <laughs> now you yeah. guys had a good time though? Yeah, it was great. Oogie Boogie was great. Got lots of candy. Uh, the first, everybody, all the Southern California residents had used up all their passes that were good through September 30th. So Friday was dead. There was hardly anybody there. Nice. Was able to walk up to Blue Bayou without a reservation and get seated within like 30 seconds. It was wonderful. Wow. Um, yeah, it was great. We had a great time. So... Yeah, now it's cool. going to be, well, about three weeks till I get to go back. <laughs> the withdrawal. Yeah. Uh, how will James survive? Somebody check out James. I know. <laughs> he just needs everyone to send him uh, the soundtrack to It's a Small World YouTube videos <laughs> to keep him alive until he gets to go back. Yeah, yeah. I don't to know. go back and check out Marius Nights, see what that's thing, that thing's all about. I don't know how you're going to survive that long. Yeah, we'll make it. You'll It'll make be it. Tough. It'll be tough, but we're strong. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody, you you good? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. What is it's, today? Saturday. It's signing week, right? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yesterday we signed our uh, final disclosures for the loan, mm-hmm. and. Thursday at one o'clock, we will be at the title company to sign, to sign it all away. There and goes you the rest your, of my life. Then you get your keys Thursday. Yes, we will get the keys on Thursday, which is nice that they'll actually give it to us at the settlement and not wait to, for the papers to be overnighted to the lender and be recorded at the county and, and all that. So, and then you guys going to start moving in this weekend or? No, we we need to paint, or we're wait. I guess we don't need to paint. We are going to paint because everything's just stark white, right? So we're gonna throw some color in the house, and the goal is to get the whole house painted this weekend. So that way, next weekend we can move in. You couldn't so, have talked to the builders and had them paint instead of using the the white. You know, uh, maybe, yeah, hey, here's yes, the paint we, we could want. have. Right. Well, it wasn't. You know, we we had to pick one of two colors. Uh, neither one of them were all that great. And they were going to do the entire house, every single room, that color that you chose, both the wall and the ceiling, which seemed a bit excessive. And no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And it was going to cost like 1200 bucks. Oh, wow. So it was like, mm, we'll yeah. just paint ourselves. Because they were going to do white, you know, free of charge. Um. But it was, you know, one color of gray and one beige tan color, and that was it. You couldn't pick your own color. You couldn't bring them a swatch and say, here, do this in this room or 
that in that room. It was one or nothing. So, so we're just going to do it ourselves. So you're going to do like Disney colors. You're going to have themes like Mickey Mouse red on the top and then a border <laughs> and then like the bright yellow of his shoes on the bottom half or yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Nice. <laughs> does, does the wife know does, about this does yet? Does Lucy know yet? <laughs> No, it's funny. She actually wanted to do like in uh, what's going to be like my office in the new house recording studio office. She wanted to do like like a Disneyland like ombre paint in that office. And she wanted to like have the paint on the wall go from like like pink to gray to blue or something like that. Um, but so that's not happening. Disney um, ombre, what is that? What ombre that is just like where, like a, a fade. It, it fades, fades from one color to another. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. That's a that's a fancy term. That's a fancy term. Ombre. Um, you could have just said fade. <laughs> yeah. Well, she calls it an ombre, so I have to uh, call okay. it an ombre. <laughs> um, Don't worry, we get it, Cody. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> But no, we're just going with a there's a lots of things that we color. there's lots of things that we do that make no sense. Also, <laughs> we're going with a gray color for majority of the house, and we uh, we went to Lowe's last weekend and bought three hundred and fifty dollars worth of shiplap, and we're putting up a shiplap wall. Careful! In our, what is, our, what's what's a shiplap wall? Wood. What is that? It's wood. It's wood? <laughs> it's a fancy term for wood. <laughs> uh, uh, sounds like you're full of shiplap. <laughs> so, yeah, we're painting. We're putting in a shiplap wall. Yeah, there, we have a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm home renovating a brand new house is, is what I'm doing this weekend. You're so. doing nice. it wrong, Cody. Supposed, <laughs> it's built and you move in. <laughs> well, trust me, that's uh, I, I probably would have preferred that. <laughs> so how long you guys you gonna take like a week to paint or oh, well the goal is to do it this weekend oh, oh okay. man you're gonna be busy yes oh, okay. so we'll start thursday night are you just rolling or do you have like a like a no we're we're rolling whatever you call them yeah yeah that's how you roll that's how we roll nice. so we're enlisting help so my my parents are coming up and her parents are are coming up and help nice. us for the weekend so we can try to at least get the main areas painted. Cause we just figured it'd be, you know, if we're going to do it, it's going to be easier to do it before we move all our crap in. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Then you, then you just got to protect the carpets and not the furniture too. So right. yeah. And there's just nothing in the way. So it'll just be yeah. easier. You guys got yeah. a lot of carpeting or is it mostly hardwood? Um, it's hardwood except for the bedrooms. The, the three bedrooms have carpet, but everywhere else is the hardwood. Okay. So, um, so James, to answer your question, basically it says shiplap is a style of wall siding that's usually wood characterized by long planks. Gotcha. The planks are placed to leave a tiny gap between inch plate, each plank to mirror the look of, of exterior shiplap. I guess what ships were made of, I guess. I don't know. So that is some crazy shiplap. Yep. Yeah, I so want to put shiplap guys, in my in my living room. I didn't realize that that's what it's called, but I would like to put <laughs> shiplap in my living room. Oh. Yeah. Did you look it up? You you know what it looks like now? 
I'm looking it up as we talk, that and ombre, because I've never heard that term before. (laughs) But they are both valid terms, I'm finding out. So, (laughs) So, yes. Uh, Well, let's get get started on some news. But before that, uh, here's something to hold James over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about how quick it works too when you're on the ride with him. Oh, it is. All right. What happened? What happened? He, he's back I fell asleep. Again. I fell asleep. Man, he's out before you get through that first room. I think I think I've mentioned it before, but one of my one of my favorite photos I have of James is him sleeping on the tube in London when he came to visit me over there. Yeah, I'm looking at him fall over in that like that picture <laughs> yeah. was probably taken right before I fell on the ground, and you guys just laughed and just we just laughed and just laughed kept riding. Yeah, yep. I get yep. no love, no love. Everyone, <laughs> everyone waits for James to fall asleep so they can snap pictures. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's an easy solution. Quit falling yeah. asleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he gets to sleep in when he can. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, we got a few news items I wanted to touch on. Uh, one of them is we'll be coming to Disneyland soon, but it is coming to Disney World on Monday, October 18th. Uh, Genie Plus will be introduced, will be launched. Um, I found this article online that talks about, actually it says beginning October 19th. So that's Tuesday, right? Yes. Yeah, it's October 19th says there'll be two new ways where you can skip the line at the attractions through all four of the Walt Disney World parks. These new services known as Disney Genie Plus and the individual attraction selection will replace the former FastPass service, provide guests with guests who purchase it with access to the new lightning lanes. Um, so essentially, Dis- Walt Disney World is charging 15. If I remember correctly, Disney World's going to or Disneyland's going to be 20, right? Yep, that is correct. Yeah. 20 bucks at Disneyland, but at Disney world, it's 15 per person. Uh, it's an optional service. You don't have to get it. Uh, I'll just mention, I've seen a bunch of people on social media already complaining about, uh, so if I don't pay the 15 bucks, I don't get to ride all the rides, etc. but you can still wait in the standby lines. You still can. Uh, it's no different from when Walt or from when Disneyland first opened, you, mm-hmm. you paid admission to the park and then you had to buy ticket books to ride all the rides. Uh, yep. So, it's constantly evolving, so quit yes. complaining. Yeah, and so give it a are, give it a chance. Give it a chance. These are the attractions at Walt Disney World that will be available as the individual attraction selections. Um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, Space Mountain, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Frozen Ever After, Rise of the Resistance, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Flight of Passage, and Expedition Everest. So on top of the $15 that you pay for the Genie Plus service, those rides will take an additional cost. Uh, that's obviously voluntary because if you don't want to pay it, you don't have to, but they will allow you to basically skip the line like the Fast Pass used to. And when it starts on Tuesday, the prices are going to be Expedition Everest is going to be $7 per person. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, it says from 10 to 12. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure will cost between 9 and 11 Rise of the Resistance will be $15 initially. Uh, but those ri- those charges are going to change, apparently, says they won't be the permanent prices. They could increase. They could decrease, depending on the time of the year. Yep. Uh, they're they're going to increase. They're going to, yeah. They <laughs> say they're going to increase. They're going to yeah. control that. If, if yeah. there's one thing I know about Disney, the prices are going to go up. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that's launching on Tuesday at Walt Disney World. The article says Disney has yet to reveal a launch date uh, and pricing for the service at Disneyland. Uh, we do know it's going to be 20 bucks for the Genie Plus service. Uh, I'm assuming the cost of the rides will be similar. I'm sure Rise of the Resistance will be one of the rides that you can pay for, uh, one of the individual attractions. I'm going to guess since they did Space Mountain at Disney World, Space Mountain at Disneyland could be one of them. Uh um, what else could they charge? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, uh, will probably yeah. be one of them. Um, uh, possibly in Mountain in the summertime, yeah, possibly in Credit Coaster, um, Web, Web Slingers, Web Slingers, um, and then uh, Toy Story Defin- Mania, maybe. I don't think Toy Story, I don't know if Toy Story Mania will. That's, I don't know, I and mean, that's a popular ride. Because they they're not going to do is. too many. I mean, if you do Guardians and you do Incredicoaster and you do yeah, you got the uh, whole south side of that park there. Might, yeah. might as well do Jumping Jellyfish too. There you go. I'll pay a buck. <laughs> so uh, it's a dollar for each time that jellyfish bounces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, possibly you know, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm just trying to think of the bigger rides. Um, but you figure at Disney World they did about. It was two rides per park. It was two rides in Magic Kingdom, two rides in Epcot, two rides in Disney Hollywood Studios, and two rides in Animal Kingdom. So, mm-hmm. so we could all, we could see two and two, or we could see four and four, four we could four. see three and three. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say with only having two parks. And yep. from what I've heard, they may, you know, for a while maybe Remy's Ratatouille Adventure costs money, but then maybe it isn't as popular. Maybe they take that one off, um, mm-hmm. et cetera. So. Yeah, they can be real flexible with it, yeah. which is both good and bad for like James said, ever consumer. evolving. So yeah, yep. So, yeah, I'll be excited to see if uh, it's if Genie Plus is going to launch before mine. Oh, I, I guarantee you, they're going to make Peter Pan a paid attraction. You think yeah. so? Oh, I hope are you so. kidding? I hope yeah. so. Then I can get on that stupid thing. <laughs> no, there's going to be more people in the standby line now because no one's going to want to pay for it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to pay, pay for, for it. it. Yeah, if it's I'll like five bucks, ride. yeah, I'll go. Fifteen dollar. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll get to go, and nobody else in my party will get to go, and I'll, I'll be on it. Uh, yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they launch it uh, or when they do launch the uh, Disneyland version. Yeah. Uh, they got to. They got to do it soon. Right. Yeah. Because the the announcement at the beginning said this fall. So yep. I mean, the fall doesn't last very much longer. So I guess it does last until December, right? Yep. Winter winter doesn't officially Yeah, start. it's like December twenty first or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they got a lot of fall left. So yeah, that's yep. that's Genie Plus coming. If you're going to Disney World next week, you'll get to experience. It'll probably be a week or two before Thanksgiving, would be my guess. They're gonna yeah. want to maximize on those crowds being there. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Give it so a so week next- to two weeks to kind of introduce it and then yeah. Yeah. And then uh so next week pay attention to social media so you can see how it's going. Uh the good and the more than likely bad. So another uh article or news item that I came across that interested me, uh October 14th it came out D- D23 website. Uh they they announced that there's going to be a new I don't know if it's a series. I'm trying to look through the thing. Um, or if it's just going to be one show, but it's uh, Adventure Through Walt Disney Archives. 
Uh, it says for I'll just read read you the article from the D D23 website. For over 50 years, the Walt Disney Archives has been preserving the history of Disney films, television shows, theme parks, books, and so much more. And this November, Disney Plus subscribers will get a peek inside its massive collection. The documentary, so it sounds like it's just gonna be uh one which premiered in june of 2020 exclusively for d23 gold members i don't remember seeing that in celebration of the walt disney archives 50th anniversary is hosted by legendary producer don Hahn. the film looks at the beloved disney icons including theme park studio lot through an engaging historical lens as he speaks with walt disney archives director becky klein and other members of the archives team each stop through the adventure Offers a look at some of the iconic artifacts that have played a role in shaping the Walt Disney Company. The film, directed by John Glean, features interviews with Disney executive chairman Bob Iger, uh, Marvel Studios' Kevin, is it Faggy? Did I say that right, Cody? No. <laughs> you might get in trouble with that pronunciation. So. I, I do not think so. <laughs> Feige. Feige. Well, then yeah. it should be F-I-E-G-E, not F-E-I-G-E. Hey, you know what? Kevin, fix your name. I don't like him anyways. Uh, Pixar's Pete Doctor wow. and historian Leonard Malton. Um, so that's going to be out. Jason's views do not represent <laughs> the Talking Disney yeah. podcast. <laughs> no, they do. It, they do. It was wrong then and it's <laughs> wrong, wrong now. now. <laughs> so that's going to be coming out uh, November 19th. Uh, you can, If you go to the D23 website, you can see the official trailer. So Sweet. hopefully I'm not disappointed. And that one, I was really looking forward behind the uh, to behind the attraction. Uh, some of the episodes are, are fairly good, um, but it wasn't what I was expecting. So hopefully, hopefully this is what I am expecting. Did you guys see um, that was also announced for Disney Plus Day? The Olaf presents. I saw a picture of Olaf. Uh, was something about that, but I didn't read the article or see, see anything on it. So you know how in Frozen 2, there's a scene where Olaf, within like 30 seconds, describes the entire events of what happened in the first Frozen movie? Oh, hilarious. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Th this is a short... <laughs> James hasn't seen it. <laughs> of course he hasn't. <laughs> we didn't vet him very well for this position. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I got this position so I'd have to watch them all. <laughs> um, so so James, this, you have not seen Frozen 2? I have not, but I've seen the first one. Okay, okay. good. It's all only right. been eight years. Yeah. Well, hey, Cody, let it go. <laughs> See? I told you I've seen the first one. <laughs> uh, so this Olaf Presents is going to be a series of shorts where Olaf, in that same style as he did in Frozen 2, is going to give you a synopsis or a play-by-play -play of Moana, the Little Mermaid, Tangled, Aladdin, and Beauty and the Beast. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a hilarious segment on or yeah segment on in in a Frozen Two when he when he does that. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, to I totally forgot about that. I saw the I saw the article, didn't really read it, but um, yeah. So, like, is that going to be that's coming out November twelfth? November twelfth on, on, on Disney Plus Day. Yep. Cool. Yeah, we got a trailer also for Home Sweet Home Alone, also debuting on November twelfth. Didn't watch the trailer. Did you watch it? 
I did watch the trailer. Does it seem James did not watch the trailer? <laughs> if there's a movie or a trailer, just assume James didn't watch it, and then you won't be disappointed. No. Well, I, I usually like to watch the trailers of the trailers, different movies, yeah. but I haven't so, seen that one. Does it look like it's going to be good, Cody? Or because I, I don't know. I, I think the the trailer shows promise, but I, I hope that it will be good. Um. I think it's going to be better than like the last home alone movie that was made that didn't have the, the kid in it from one and two and they changed the kid in three. Right. I think that's, I think this one has the potential to be better than that one. So I, th- I think we're just going to have to see the trailer looked good. So we'll see. So I don't even know if I'm aware of this. So what is this? A TV series that's coming out? No, it's just a movie. Just a movie. Yeah. Gotcha. An- another, it's, it's in the another same, Home Alone movie. Another Home Alone movie. It's the same franchise because it's called Home Alone. Right, right. Um, it is set in the same cinematic universe. Uh-huh. So there's things in the trailer that tell you that this is like the same. Gotcha. World, city, right. neighborhood, you know. Gotcha. So it cool. has potential. So I guess... Maybe I'll try to watch it and we'll see. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. We need to get, uh, so James add frozen two to your list. Well, yes. I'm which I mean, it, it will eventually we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm adding that. I'm adding home alone parts two and three to and it as well. And Shrek. Skip three. Three. It's not Disney. Yeah. Shrek's right. on there. Okay. Shrek's on my other list. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> and in the morning <laughs> I'm making waffles. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) That's that's a nice boulder. I like that boulder. Uh, Another thing I came across, although it wasn't on an official Disney website, and I haven't been able to – Disney hasn't officially said anything about this. It was on a website, uh, variety.com. They reported on October 11th that Disney is making a movie about the creation of Disneyland. Um, it says the Walt, Di- Walt Disney Studio is developing a movie about Walt Disney, the person, and his journey to build Disneyland, the California theme park, that will pr- premiere on Disney+. Plus. Uh, David Gordon Green is directing the yet-to-be-titled film. It's going to be called, What Are We Going to Do With All This Shiplap? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it says the upcoming so, Sorry, movie- I'll, I'll mute my microphone. <laughs> The upcoming movie isn't Disney's first attempt to capture capture the triumphs and tribulations of Walt Disney in 2013. The studio hired Tom Hanks to portray its founder in Saving Mr. Banks, a bio, biographical drama about the film producer and entrepreneur's pursuit to land the rights to Mary Poppins. Um, so nothing as far as any cast or much details and like i said nothing official that i saw from disney either on disney parks blog d23 or any of the various sources so uh i said it was first reported uh by deadline hollywood so we'll see we'll see if that really happens to be announced to be announced so if something does come out i mean uh obviously i'd be excited to watch it oh just depends how it's done um and then speaking of disney walt disney the studio disney company i don't know if you guys know this but today uh they were formed 
98 years ago. Wow. October 16th, 1923. Disney Uh Brothers Studio was founded as a partnership the day after Walt and his older brother Roy signed a contract with MJ Winkler, the New York cartoon distributor, to produce a series of animated short subjects entitled Alice Comedies. Um, Nice. At the time, they were on Kingswell Avenue in L.A., um, etc. So today is their 98th birthday. And then in two years, it'll be the 100, and that's what they're going to announce a lot of come next uh, D23 Expo about the celebration of the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. So Nice. So happy birthday to them today. October happy birthday. St- October 16th. Uh, there was also something that was today that I came across that I wanted to share, but uh, I don't know where it's at. Hmm. Oh, there it is. It's uh, Angela Lansbury's birthday today. Oh. Mrs. Potts. You know who else's birthday it is today? Who? My sister. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Annalie. O- October happy 16th, birthday. huh? October 16th. Yeah, I need to get a little happy birthday sound clip that I can just click and play yeah. when we mention someone's birthday. So. Yeah, there you go. Just like a little, uh, yeah, not a kazoo, but like the, you blow in it and it like unrolls and makes a noise. Is it just called a noisemaker? Noisemaker, yeah. I think so. We, we get them for the kids at New Year's and then yeah. we try to throw them away as quickly as possible. Right. Yeah. yeah. After after about ten seconds. Yeah. 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 I love those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then we weren't. We didn't record because uh, it's been like a two weeks since we recorded. But my sister's birthday was October fifth. So happy birthday, Amber, who oh, is a avid birthday. listener. And then happy birthday, Amy. I don't think she's listened at all. But happy birthday, anyways. Happy so, birthday, anyways. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So. So that's all the pretty much the news I have, I think, uh, that I wanted to mention. The monorail is accepting passengers at Disneyland again. There's some ah, news for you. Indeed. Yeah. Was yeah. that as of yesterday or as of today? Um, I think just this week. I think it was earlier in the week. Oh, earlier in the week? I've got I think the so. Disney Parks blog up, and I saw something about that. Now they just need to get those stinking trams running again. Yeah, it says the article, which was on Thursday, October 14th, said beginning tomorrow, which was Friday, which yeah, is yesterday. So you're right, Cody. It was yesterday. Uh, they will, you will once again be able to ride the classic Disneyland monorail as it officially returns to its daily operation as part of the phased reopening of Disneyland Resort. Yeah, yeah so ho- ho- hopefully those trams are running soon. I hope so. So, cool. <laughs> What's Cody giggling about? Oh, just I would not want to have to walk the tram oh. route after being at the park all day. All day, yeah. yeah. In the morning, it wouldn't be bad because you. I mean, you're excited to get there. You probably walk even faster. But on day one, but oh, day no. two, day, yeah, oh, day no. two, not as exciting day. anymore. <laughs> you can't be that excited. That's a long walk. Yeah. Okay. I uh, said it. I, I parked at the Toy Story lot, which isn't bad because they put you through security over there and then take you right up to the front. You get to just walk through, but Holy cow, that line to get back on the bus at the end of the day is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You have to time it right. And it was bad when we went because when, when we went in July, it was fireworks park was closed. Cause they had just started the fireworks back up again. Mm-hmm. The park was closing at like 
I think 10 at that point. Fireworks were at like 9.30 and it's like a 20 minute show. So if you're watching the fireworks and you're anywhere on Main Street, you just leave at that point. Yeah. And then you're just you're there with the masses and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. Yep. Get the trams back, Disney. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, Bob. Yeah. Come on, Bob. He's taking a beating lately. So. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> but that's all right. That's what he gets paid the big bucks that's for. That's what his job yeah. is all about. It's funny. And and then, and well, I'll mention this and we'll, we'll move on. But I mean, he's got, I'll compare it to being like the president of the United States. Half the people are going to like you. Half the people are going to hate you. Uh, yep. You can't please everyone. Anything right. you do is not going to be right to someone. It's funny that yeah. during, say like in the early, early days of Eisner, um, you know, he took a beating. And then once Eisner left, they're like, Oh, well, Eisner did a lot of great things and we hate Iger. And then once Iger left, it's like, Oh, he did great things. We hate Chapek. So, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's got to be rough. You know, yeah, I would never want everyone's going to love Biden yeah. too. We'll see, we'll see. I would Cody. never want to be the Careful, president. Cody. <laughs> Careful, Cody. <laughs> I mean, for those that don't like him now, I'm right. not implying Jason's, anything. Jason's going like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. I would Here never want to be. I would never want to be the president of the United States. I no. I wouldn't mind no. being the CEO of Disneyland, though. I think yes, that'd be fine. Yes, because. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I think was best, and if you don't like it, then yeah. go to Magic Mountain. Then get the heck out of here. So go to Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, yeah, for, and get a annual pass for ninety nine dollars. Yeah, and have you know, yeah, okay, we'll see. We'll no, churros. no churros for you. <laughs> no churros for you. You can go get some fried some chicken, chicken though. Yeah, yep. with boysenberry, everything you can think of. <laughs> it doesn't Those sound bad. Those boysenberry ices are amazing. Yeah. I've never been. You've, to what? To Nutsbury Farm? Yeah. Really? Shut it's up. been it's been have many, we talked about this before? We have talked know. about this before. You need to it's go. It's been many, many years since I've been to the boysenberry Nuts. pie is great too. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I just want I'm to just, go to taste all the boysenberry stuff. And the boysenberry punch is amazing. I could drink that all day long. By the end of the night, I'm peeing purple. Yeah, which I probably which I probably shouldn't be saying on a podcast, (laughs) but hey, there it is. (laughs) Yeah, it's been quite a while since I've been there or to Magic Mountain. Um, So, matter of fact, Cody, you—I don't even know if you were on the trip. I know I was with James. Probably not. I don't get invited Uh, to these things. No, it was—I forgot what year it was, but Jeff Jeff was really little. Do you remember that trip? Yes. So we left Disneyland to drive up to Magic Mountain. It was well, raining Jeff was really little. I probably wasn't even That's in true. existence. Yeah, I don't think we, you we got to born. Magic Mountain. It was raining so, so bad that that they closed Magic Mountain for the day. Jeff was so upset. I'm. Yeah. That's what I remember about that trip. He's still so pretty it, distraught over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor every, kid. Every time you mention it to him, I mean, a tear starts to come out. So that that and getting beat at Mario Kart his whole childhood. <laughs> yeah, banging of his existence. <laughs> yeah. All I wanted to do was ride roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, we never we never took it easy on him on on Mario Kart, but no, never I don't take did. it. Yeah, he's not my kid; he's your kid. But I don't I don't take it easy on any of my nephews or my kids when it comes to games or something. I mean, yeah, you're you're stepping up with the big boys, so 
Uh, yeah, and then we play Call of Duty, and then we're we're in there with Caleb, who's half oh, my age and destroys us all. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't play Call of Duty with that kid anymore. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just squirrel. walks past you, and you're dead. It's like yeah. <laughs> he didn't shoot me. He just looked at me, and I died. <laughs> So, all right, well, let's move on. Let's move on. Moving uh, on. Moving on to our movie of the, I don't know, you want to call it a movie of the episode? It's not really movie of the week because um, we don't record every week all the time. But basically, if you've been listening to our podcast since, I think we started last November, uh, we are going through the Disney animated feature film list, starting with Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, Dwarves and we are going to go all the way through, watch all the movies talk a little bit about them, uh, give them a rating, share some listener ratings. Uh, and this week we are on the Fox and the Hound. Um, give you a quick synopsis of the film and then we'll share our thoughts and get to our ratings. Uh, it's an, released in 1981, uh, July 10th, 1981 to be specific, produced by Walt Disney Productions, loosely based on the 1967 novel of the same name. The Fox and the Hound. It tells the story of an unlikely friendship between a red fox named Todd and a hound dog named Copper. They struggle to preserve their friendship despite their emerging instincts and the surrounding social pressures demanding them to be adversaries as they are enemies by nature. Um, let's see. Directed by Ted Berman, Richard Rich, Art Stevens. Uh, it does have some uh, names that you may recognize as far as the voices. Um, a lot of the movies we've had maybe weren't so recognizable, but Mickey Rooney was the voice of Todd. Um, Kurt Russell was the voice of Copper, with Corey Feldman being the voice of Young Copper and Keith Coogan being the voice of Young Todd. Uh, Pearl Bailey as Big Mama. Jack Albertson as Amos Slade. Sandy Duncan as Vixie. Jeanette Nolan as Widow Tweed. Pat Buttram as the Chief. John Fiedler as the Porcupine. John McIntyre as the Badger. Paul Winchell as Boomer. Uh, Jack, it says, this one says Jack Angel as Squeaks, but James will have a story about Squeaks later on. <laughs> um, I can say it right now. Mel Blanc ahead. was uncredited as Squeaks. At there least what it, that's what it said on AMDB. Yeah. That poor guy. <laughs> he didn't credit, get credited for anything at Disney. He, he doesn't. Poor guy. Yeah. It was animated by, it was the last film to be animated by uh, the old crew is what they called him, Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston. Um, uh, some of the new crew that came on to this uh, movie, which you might recognize some of these names, uh, John Lasseter, Tim Burton, Brad Bird. Uh, they were they were part of the young crew, the young animators with the Disney company at the time. Uh, this movie was supposed to come out, I want to say December of 1980, which it didn't come out until June of 81 or July of 81. I guess there were some issues with... Um, uh, one of the animators, Don Bluth, and some of the the team that he worked with, they didn't like the direction the movie was going, and they just walked into the office one day and said, uh, we're resigning, and they left. Um, so the movie got kind of pushed back a little uh, while they recovered and got some more animators in. Um, soundtrack, um, I sh I'll mention it now, so I won't mention it later. It wasn't, it wasn't really that all spectacular to me. It had a couple songs, Best of Friends, Lack of Education, A Hunting Man, Appreciate the lady and goodbye May, um, and really that's that's the quick synopsis. Story about a 
two creatures that became best friends that weren't supposed to be best friends probably has one of the saddest scenes in all of Disney movies. Uh, not the saddest, but one of, I, I, I don't know. I'd give it a top five. Um, spoiler. If you haven't seen it, when, uh, when, um, Todd gets taken out to, I don't know, the forest or whatever and let go. Uh, well, what'd you guys think? Which was a horrible part of the movie. And that's, where I'm going to start my case for why the widow is the villain of the movie. Uh, That's your case. (laughs) She should have never taken the stray fox into her place. It's a wild animal, but she took him in, tried to raise him. And then when things got rough, she took him out to the middle of the woods and just abandoned him. That's horrible. Left the poor fox to die. Yeah. That stinking widow. She's so a villain she was, in my she, book. She was the villain. I, she's not listed as one of the you're officials. Almost, you're almost placing the blame on the wrong person, or you don't blame her. Who do I blame? Big Mama? Big Mama. It was all Big Mama's idea <laughs> to get Widow Tweed. Well, Big Mama's after. just another wild animal, and she doesn't know any better. The Widow <laughs> should have known better. She's distraught. She's a widow. <laughs> She's alone. She just yeah. milks her cow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, it's a great movie. My thoughts, I love the movie. I really like this movie. I think you mentioned the music a little bit. I wish the music would have been a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I think the songs were okay, nothing great. Um, a little disoriented a little bit. I thought I was watching another Winnie the Pooh movie. I kept hearing Tigger and Piglet <laughs> talking and... I was like, man, was like, what, what is that? That's Tigger. That's Tigger. <laughs> but other than that, I, I thought the movie was great. I loved it. This movie is one of the, uh, I have memories of this movie because I think I was, when did it come out? 81. So I 81. was eight when it came yeah. out or just about to turn eight. I remember seeing this movie in the theaters. That's one of, one of my uh, memories as a kid is going to see this movie in the theater. And I, I loved it then and I love it now. So those are my thoughts. Cody? That stinking widow. <laughs> I really liked this movie. I love this movie. Um, I Before watching it, I am like just trying to remember my thoughts about it uh, as watching it as a kid. I know this was a kid that I – I know this was a kid. I know as a kid that this was a movie that I – watched that we owned i remember liking it as a kid and i was really excited to watch this movie again because just like with the last few of these can't tell you the last time that i actually watched this movie so i was really excited to watch it and just from the opening scene of just kind of like wandering through the woods i guess while the credits are rolling at the beginning of the movie it's just beautiful just the music and the the nature sounds of the uh, you know, the birds chirp in and you can hear a dog barking kind of out in the distance until, you know, you approach that scene at the beginning of the movie. And it's just, I think this movie is a masterpiece just from the, 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 the score, maybe not so much like the songs, but I really liked the score in this movie and like you said, one of the most heart wrenching scenes you can think of, you know, you mentioned Fox and the Hound and that's what everyone remembers about this movie is that scene where widow Tweed 
leaves Todd out in the woods and it just rips your heart out. And they do it. Yeah. I mean, just with the music and the, the song, because where, where that, that song where it starts is her just kind of like inner monologue of her yeah. just kind of expressing her thoughts and her feelings about her experience with owning Todd or raising Todd. And then it transitions into the actual music and it just, it really grips you. And yeah. I yeah. mean, knowing, knowing what's going to happen. Cause you see Todd in the car, he looks excited. He's going for a ride. Yeah. Nobody is not, it's not going to turn out good for you. <laughs> no. And it's just, they did a really good job of making you feel something, which yeah. sometimes is harder to, you know, it's easier, harder to do than you would think sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. When she makes the line, it says the line about, you know, now we're both going to be alone or something. It's just like, oh, yeah. it's, you know, I looked over at my wife cause my wife was watching it and she was all teary eyed. And I was like, yeah, this is sad. And that stinking widow is, she's, <laughs> but like, I just, I, I have like these vague memories of, um, the two birds, um, that are like buddies that the woodpecker and the little sparrow or uh-huh. whatever he is. Um, I don't know, like those two characters really, for whatever reason, I've stuck in my memory throughout the years. And I think big mom is a great character and, yeah. I just, I love this movie. I don't know if I can find a bad thing to say about this movie, to be honest. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Uh, my, my rating might not be as high as other ones, but I did enjoy the movie. Um, like Cody said, we, we, we had it in the house, uh, with the, with, with, with the kids. I don't remember going to the theater to see it specifically, but I probably did because James was eight. I was seven when it came out. Um, so, um, I more than likely saw it. Uh, I, I like it more for the, I guess the behind the scenes stuff, like, you know, having animation from Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston, you know, uh, mm-hmm. from some of the old guys. And then the introduction of some of the new guys, like I mentioned, Burton and, uh, yeah. uh Lassiter and all them. So, um, uh, the, the, I guess the history of the movie and the, the changing of the guard kind of to the new animators from the old animators. Uh, it, it was during a time when probably the Disney movies weren't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you want to say doing as well. Uh, you know, they're not, you know, although some might consider Fox and Hound a classic, but when you think of classic Disney, you think of like Snow White and Pinocchio and Dumbo and, you know, all of them. And this is during a period I guess of, of change um, this whole, the, the last couple we've been talking about. And then the, the, the next couple that are coming up uh, the black cauldron, the great mouse detective uh, so-and-so. So uh, I do, I do like the movie uh, even though I think I'm going to have it rated lower than you two. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I did. I did want to find some, I found some interesting on imdb.com. Um, apparently when they were making the movie originally it says when chief got hit by the train, he was supposed to die, mm-hmm. uh, which would justify it says uh, copper's revenge on Todd. Um, but some of the crew had qualms about eliminating a main character. So they didn't make him die. Um, and they thought it might be a little too intense for children if he died. So, right. 
Uh, I just thought that which, was interesting. So, which was the same logic on another movie too, right? Didn't they have the same? Wasn't there another movie where one of the characters was supposed to die? To die. Mm, probably. I don't, I don't remember which one though. Yeah, me either. So yeah. instead, he gets hit by a train. Right. Falls, falls several 50, stories falls off this bridge. Feet. Yeah. And just breaks a leg. Breaks a leg. It could happen. One leg. One leg. Yeah. You He's never tough. know. Yeah. Chief was tough, man. He's cheap. Really. He's cheap. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I would you know definitely watch again. Definitely not one of my the worst movies. Obviously not one of my. The the best once you hear my my ratings. But uh, are you guys ready for the ratings, Cody James? You guys got any more to say? Before we do, it was Trusty from Lady and the Tramp that was supposed to die. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But didn't because they thought it'd be too intense. So anyways, yeah. sorry. Yes, now yeah. I'm ready for the ratings. I mean, it would have been a little intense for Lady and the Tramp. Yes. This I, one, think I think it would have been justified in this movie. I think it would have fit in with the movie just with fine. Movie, I mean, yeah. yeah. Given one more, one more chance for everyone to cry. I mean, within the first three minutes, they kill Todd's mom. Yep. So. All right. Well, I'll I'll start off with my rating, and then you guys can. I'll start out lower, and you guys can bring it up. So, uh, <laughs> for all for all for all the reasons I've already mentioned, I'm I'm not going to go go over them again. Um, but I gave it a seventy one. Seventy one. Seventy one. Wow. So. Um, so what? So I know you don't want to go into it again, but why do you hate this movie? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I know. I'm just. Uh, I'm just kidding. But I gave it a seventy one. I couldn't. I was. You know. I'm looking back at my other other scores. Yeah. We got it rated just above Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, uh, just below Alice in Wonderland. Um, Sword and Stone, I gave a seventy, so right above Sword and Stone. Um, cool. You still feel like that's justified? I still feel like it's justified. Okay. All right. Yeah, All right. yeah. So seven, seventy-one. Okay, seventy-one. James, who's, who's next? Me. I gave it a ninety. A ninety. Yes, I really like this movie. That's right. kind of high, James. Like I said, I, I've got a lot of good memories going to see it in the theater with my with my family, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Awesome. So Cody? ninety, it is. Ninety, it is. Um, you know, like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed every part of this movie. I loved watching it, and I find a find it really difficult to f- say anything bad about it. So I'm not going to punish it. So <laughs> Oh. I'm giving it a perfect score. Wow, 100. Really? I'm giving it 100. I can't I can't find a bone to pick with this movie for me personally. Nice. Wow. So right. that's your first hundred. Jason's hundred was Pinocchio. I don't think I've had a hundred yet. You have haven't I? yet. Your mm-hmm. highest was Pinocchio at 96, I believe. No, Cinderella. Cinderella, 97. 97. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. So I've been close. I've been flirting with that perfect score, but I haven't got there yet. Yet. Yep. I I, I honestly thought Cody's first perfect score would be The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Well, that might be a second. Second, yeah. (laughs) No, I just... Everyone likes Ariel. I was just giddy watching this movie. It's just... To me, it's perfect. I loved everything about it. Cool. So I do. So that can't, gives can't us. Can't argue some, with you. Yeah, that gives us an average of eighty-seven. 
mm-hmm. with a difference of 29. That is our highest. No, it's not our highest difference. Second highest. 35 was our uh, difference in Make Mine Music, which Cody still didn't watch. But James gave that one a 75, and I gave it a 40. So uh, where does 87 put us at, James? For 87, that is our sixth sixth ranked movie all right yep and i don't know if it's is it tied for anything else no it doesn't look like there's anything else that's number six so no there's i see an 80 so 80 jungle book is right above it at 87.67 on your list okay yep jungle book right above it and then cinderella what's number four why do i not see number four on my list is it Cinderella or Dumbo? I am just completely drawing a blank looking through here. One, two, three. Why do I not see number four? Okay. I've got, so this is what I've got. Pinocchio at one, Peter Pan at two, Cinderella at three, or actually Cinderella tied with Robin Hood at three. So maybe that's why you don't see a four. That's why I don't see a four. Yeah. Yep. Jungle okay. Book at, uh, which would be five and then Fox and the Hound at six. Yeah. Uh, just about that's why. So, okay. Yep. Cause we got two of them tied at third, third. Yep. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. All right. So there is, Oh, we got our, uh, we got some listener ones too. I, I okay. didn't just there. So Amber, my sister sent in, I'll, uh, let me pull up her text right here. Um, did we say happy birthday? We did. We did. We did. Okay. We just did. making sure. Yep. Uh, so I told her earlier today, I said, Hey, we're talking about Fox and Hound tonight. Uh, she said, yes, with a big smile. She gave, she gave it an 80, um, which is right in between me and James. Um, she said her daughter, Hannah gives it two thumbs up. Nice. And when when this is her, she says, when I asked her her number, she said 30,000. So (laughs) perfect. Uh, that's on a whole different rating scale. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, she's, she's excited. That brings brings the ranking up quite a (laughs) bit. It's now number one. Um, she said, um, she asked what the next one was. I told her it was the Black Cauldron, and she said she'll watch it this week because she doesn't remember ever seeing the Black Cauldron. So, nope, um, me either. That's the next one. And, uh, so that, that was Amber's score. Uh, I got a score from Kaylee, my daughter. She gave it a 78. Mm. Uh, and then Marsha gave it, uh, my wife gave it an 88. Nice. So, so our average was 87, and their average was 82. So just below ours. I do have a rating from lucy on this because we did watch this one together nice all right what what does lucy give it lucy gives it a 42 42 are you sure she watched this movie with you (laughs) that that just brought down the listener rating to 72 does she she realize it's out of 100 (laughs) (laughs) she first said 37 and i said seriously and then she says 42 (laughs) and she says i liked it as a kid but never again had the desire to watch it and i'll stick to that response nice what she said 42, okay. ironically, is not her lowest movie. She gave Alice in Wonderland and Lady in the Tramp a 40. So, yeah. She oh, no. Snow, she Snow White, White a 35. 35, yeah. <laughs> I will say they, they seem like really harsh criticisms mm-hmm. or ratings, but I will say every time that she picks a movie to watch that either neither of us have seen or at least I have never seen, it's always an incredible movie. So I do give her credit for... 
yeah. having good taste in movies. So then well, you'll need to ask her, why does she hate Disney animated movies? We're probably a little biased and she just didn't really grow up with these movies. I think her ratings will start to change when we start to get into yeah, stuff yeah, she was watching true. as a kid. Where yeah, I, I watched this as a kid, she right. she didn't really have a lot of exposure to it. So We and respect I, everyone's opinions. Even when they're wrong. <laughs> uh, let me let me pull this back up on IMDb because I did I did want to bring up something uh, as far as ratings, and James mentioned bias, so it's it's a perfect time. Yeah, I, I I think you know I may be biased a little sometimes because of you know just my love of Disney movies and stuff. But mm-hmm. after I give my rating, I I go back and I look at uh, usually the the stars on IMDb or the meta score. Um, so what did I give it? A 60 71. or a 71. So the meta score, which on IMDb is a combination of like the critics reviews. So that would be the critics portion. It's a, it's got a 65. So I, I'm right. I'm right above that. And then the, the users, which it has 89,000 rankings out of 10 stars they give it a 7.3 out of 10. Yep. So, so I'm right below those. Um, yep. Now, so that, that's just something I do when, after I, I get done rating the movie, I'll go back and look, you know, just what did they give it? Uh, sometimes I'm, I'm told I'm higher than all of them. Sometimes I'm, I'm lower. So um, Cody in this one is way higher, but yeah, to him one, it's, it's a perfect movie. So uh, understandable. I didn't, ex- I didn't plan on going into this one. And say I'm going to give this one a hundred. I actually thought I would not give anything a hundred for a while, for at least four more movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then once once Frozen comes around, then that's his next hundred. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> oh. But but I just I enjoyed my entire experience while I watched this movie, and right. and. There's well, not said, much more I can say than that. You said you were giddy. So Yeah. Yeah. Until I was crying. You know, right, but right. but it did a good job in working my emotions. So I appreciate how it 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 worked me. You you know. Yeah. Yeah, so like oh no, that's good. I mean, I like it. So Yep. Um let's see our next movie I mentioned the Black Cauldron, so we'll do that. Uh Probably not next episode, and we'll mention here why in a few minutes. Uh, but in the in the coming up episodes, and then after that is the Great Mouse Detective. Uh, then a movie called Oliver and Company, uh, which technically, if you're looking at the eras of Disney movies, Oliver and Company started the revival era. But you know, really wrong. The, the next one after that is the Little Mermaid, which I think truly started it. Uh, and then you got the rescuers down under, so they kind of took a little step back. But then, but then you've got Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, the Lion King, and Pocahontas and Hunchback and Hercules and Milan and Tarzan. So just that string right there, that's that's gonna be fun. I can see some high scores at least from me for most of those. Um, um, but yep, it's the generation of Disney movies where is what most people would probably consider. Disney classics. Yeah. 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 Definitely from when Cody grew up, uh, obviously. I mean, I was, I was young. I I wasn't a kid, but I was young, you know, um, 
Because when did Little Mermaid was what, 1989? Yep. So I was still in high school. Um, so Cody wasn't even born yet. I, I was still an egg. You were, you, you were probably weren't even an egg. You, that was eight years before you were born. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess I wouldn't have been the egg. I would have been the. Never mind. Well, yeah, the you one. know, yeah. So yeah. What now? I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is a family friendly show. Yeah, careful, Cody. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, before be, before anything else on Fox and Hound, guys, before we move on, we got a couple more things and then. then nope, we'll I, think that's it. Oh, I got one more thing. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what that scared me. I'm a hound dog. <laughs> <laughs> that okay, is we can awesome. move on now. Uh, and I, I normally don't know the title of the episode before I get done editing, but uh, I do have the title already. I think I'm going to go with uh, "I'm a fox and I'm a hound dog." So, kind of goes into Cody's. Uh, there you go. Rep his uh, impression. No, I was I was thinking about it. I mean, and you can do what you want. You're the one that edits it and puts it up there. But there was a a line in Big Mama's song about education or elimination. Mm-hmm. That'd be a cool title. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. We'll see. You can uh, you can you can make your pitch later on. Okay. And why you think we should title that? Uh, that's just what I put into the 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 episode now. It, it, we can always change it. But All right, I did want to thank a few Patreon members, Amber and Gordon, if you're listening. Thank you very much. Your contributions are appreciated. Uh, yes, and I know I've you. said this before, but we really do need to work on the Patreon. Get it get it uh um what's the word I'm looking for? Um more out there, I guess. More Yes. Um but we do we do appreciate you guys being the we'll call you guys the uh, the OGs of our Patreon uh, Founders Club. Yeah, Founders you Club. definitely yep. you definitely be in there. Uh, so uh, so thank you. Uh, I just wanted to mention that before we moved on yep. to one of our new our our favorite new segments. It's all you, Cody. It's all me. Okay, ahead, this one's going to be... James. Finish, James. You got to do your... <laughs> you started it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm okay. Good. Go ahead, Cody. Take I'm excited for Cody's Corner. Cody's Corner. So this week, um, Cody's Corner, I pose a question to Jason and James, and then I'll usually uh, answer as well. Uh, can be anything underneath the Disney umbrella, movies, history com- of the company, of the parks, music, Star Wars. It's anything that encompasses the Disney umbrella is fair game and I can use at my disposal. I asked them a question. I think nine times out of ten, it's been completely random and they don't know what I'm giving them ahead of time, mm-hmm. which will be the case for this week. And since this could quite possibly and probably be our only episode in October, this week's Cody's Corner is who is your favorite Disney villain? Mm. Go ahead, James. 
<clears throat> I have to think about it. Yeah, for that's a second. You know, I know who mine is. The Headless Horseman from Ichabod Crane. Headless Horseman. That's mm. my favorite villain. There you go. All right. And I got uh, my picture with him just a couple weeks ago. Nice. Oh, at uh, Oogie Boogie Bash. Yep. Was he smiling? <laughs> <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> so what did they have? Did they have him on the ho- on a horse or? They have them. Well, they have a statue right there where they have uh, the Christmas tree during Christmas time there at California okay. Adventure. Um, so they have a statue of him there. So we've got a picture there. But then they also have him. They do the parade uh, twice during Oogie Boogie and he leads out the parade. Well, actually, Ichabod leads out the parade um, kind of walking real fast down the parade route and the Headless Horseman is following him. So, mm. Oh, that's pretty cool that they include yeah. Ichabod in there, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Teresa said she doesn't remember Ichabod being there last time we were there, which was two years ago, but I'm not sure. Um, but he was definitely there this time. And so, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. They start playing the spooky music and telling the legend of Sleepy Hollow a little bit. And then Ichabod comes walking down and, you know, you hear the clip clops of the of the horse hooves behind him. And then, you know, they've got a guy made up to look like the headless horseman riding a horse and coming down the parade route. So they started off. So. Cool. That that would be my favorite Disney villain, I believe. That or Witch Hazel. Is it Witch Hazel? From, from the Donald Duck commercial. I'm Not pretty commercial, sure. The Donald it's... Duck short with Huey doing Louie. Oh. Where they're trick or treating. Yeah. yeah. Trick or treat on Halloween. That's the one. I think it's Witch Hazel. I so think her I like, name's Hazel. Yeah. I, li- I like her too. Yeah. Right. She's awesome. So when you said Disney villain, it was because. One popped right right into my head because I was actually, I don't know why I was looking it up earlier, uh, but I'm not going to go with her, but she's going to be my, I'll call her my 1A. And the reason I like these two Disney villains is because they're funny. So my favorite Disney villain is Hades. I think he's hilarious. And then Yzma. Yzma. Uh, yeah, just they're just hilarious. I mean, even though they're villains, they're they're funny, funny villains. Uh, yeah, they, I could have gone with. Are what? they both from Hercules? No, he's no, from Emperor's New Groove. Pull the lever, Crunk. Yeah, I have I haven't seen either one of those movies, so <sighs> you're missing <laughs> out, man. Well, they're coming up. I'll be watching them soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Hades number one. He's a close second. I mean, just looking up, a, I mean, there, there's all kinds of Disney villains you could have chose. I mean, Corella, Maleficent, Ursula, uh, you know, you got Scar, mm-hmm. uh, Mother Knows Best, Mother Gothel. Oh, uh, she's a good one. Yeah. The, uh, widow, the widow from The Fox and the Hound. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jafar, Captain Hook, Gaston, Gaston, Wicked Stepmother, Shere Khan. Yeah, there's good ones. Uh, yeah, so. I think I think I like those two because of the comedy involved. Uh, so, Cody, what's what which about you? Yours? Um, if I, I mean, half the ones Jason said would be on my list of honorable mentions for sure, uh, for a multitude of different reasons. But if I had to really pick one, and James, you said Witch Hazel, and she wasn't even on my radar, but I do really love her, mm-hmm. and I love that short, and and she she makes it for sure. Yeah. Um, but I would probably go with Maleficent. I think she is 
bad to the bone. <laughs> yeah, yep. on this on this website I'm on, uh, Maleficent was number two. Corella uh, was, was number Corella. Well, yeah, you murder puppies and yeah, <laughs> that'll get you to number one spot real quick. <laughs> uh. Uh, Ursula's got some funny moments too. Uh, I do like Ursula. I was thinking about going with Ursula initially when I yeah. thought about posing this question to you guys, but I was like, uh, no, they're going to expect that I do Ursula. Cause right. that's all right. Yeah. No, no, you got a good one. So I do like Maleficent. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So if you have a favorite Disney villain, you want to share it with us. Uh, shoot us an email talking Disney podcast at gmail.com and we will share it next episode. Um, so good Cody's corner. Good yes. Job. Excellent. <laughs> I've got one last segment before we move on. It's our Disney a to Z random entry segment. This is the Disney a to Z random entry. Yeah. And this is based off the book Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith, who was the founder of the Walt Disney Archives. Uh, if you're curious about anything with the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia has everything. It's got achievements, short biographies, historic dates, uh, comprehensive lists, and tons and tons and tons of trivia. The fifth, fifth edition, which is the last edition before they started putting it online on D23, has about 8,000 entries. Uh, so for our random entry, we're going to spin our wheel. It gives us a page number. And then one of my co-hosts this week, it is Cody, will select a number based off how many entries happen to be on that page. And then we'll share that random entry. So let's spin the wheel. All right. Looks like it landed on page 61. So in the beginning of the book. So Wow. Let me turn to 61. We're in the letter B's. I, I will give you that clue. Um, and it looks like there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We have 15 entries wow, on this Wow, that's a lot of entries. So they're, so they're small ones. So I'll more than likely give you a bonus entry, uh, just depending on what Cody picks. So Cody, give us a number, 1 to 15. I feel like I have to go with something above between 10 and 15. Cause I feel like it's not very often that I can, that we get to pick one of those numbers. I'm going to go with 13. Right, Ooh, so lucky 13 for 15, October. 14, 13. All right. So this is a very, very short one. So we will definitely be giving a bonus one. It is Kate Bauer and Kate Bauer. She was the voice of per- Perdita in 101 Dalmatians. And that's all, all it says. Right. That's all we got. Uh, Thank no, you, Kate Bauer. I thought it, I thought it was Jack's wife on Twenty Four. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I don't know. Uh, Sorry, wrong book. Wrong book. No birthdays, no nothing. So I will, uh, I will give you a bonus entry of number fourteen. All right. Uh, because anytime I could talk about a Disney legend, I will. Uh, Tony Baxter. Oh, that would have been a good one. Baxter began his Disney career in 1965, scooping ice cream on Main Street, USA in Disneyland. His persistence and some intriguing ideas got him a job at WED Enterprises, where he worked up through the ranks to executive vice president in charge of design for the Disney parks. Some of his design projects include Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Splash Mountain, Indiana Jones Adventure, and Journey into Imagination. In 2013, Tony stepped down as senior vice president of creative development and became an advisor 
And that same year he was named a Disney legend. So anything you see on the, you know, some history of Disneyland, normally they'll have Tony Baxter talking, whether they're talking about stuff he did or just about the old days, he's normally uh, a a guest on there. And I can remember, I want to say he was in one of the Imagineering uh, shows uh, where he was talking about Splash Mountain. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. Tony Baxter. Some of the other ones on here, if you would have picked number one, you would have got bashful. Um, number three would have been Basil of Baker Street fame, the Sherlock Holmes mouse character in The Great Mouse Detective, which was coming up on our list. Kim Basinger, James Basket from uh, Song of the South. Uncle Remus would have been a good one. Um, so there you go. That is our random Disney A to Z entry. Kate Bauer with a special guest appearance by Tony Baxter. So nice. All right. Well, that's all we got for today's episode, guys. Yeah, uh, you got anything else before I share some of our social media and we get on out of here? Social media and details about next episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's do do the social media and then we'll share what we're doing for episode seventy five. So if you want to, uh, if if you if you didn't get enough of talking Disney podcast with listening to us, you can follow us on Facebook. Um, or like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. And check out our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com, where the uh, show, the podcast will always be loaded first before it quickly makes its way out to the various. Uh, streaming services, you know, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, uh, all of those places where you may listen to a podcast. If you do have a favorite streaming service and you can't find us, let us know and I'll see about getting us on there. So episode 75, I figured that was a, it was a milestone. Uh, you know, I think we did, what was it 25, Cody, that we did the, uh, where, where we had some people send in some questions. I think that one was actually 20. Was it 20? Okay. Um, so we yeah, skipped right. I, I think that's what it was. You're, you're probably right. I'm, I'm old as you pointed out earlier today. <laughs> so, uh, episode 20 was, yes, was our listener appreciation extravaganza. Uh, episode 25, we had to talk about Disney plus cause it was almost here. Okay. So uh, that was a noteworthy, yeah, episode two. But yeah, so episode seventy-five. We 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 want to do something special besides our normal uh, talk about some news and a movie and such. So, what we are going to do is we decided that we're going to play a little game between us hosts, and you guys get to take part if you wish. Uh, basically, we're going to call it "Stump the Host," where each of us is going to come up with a set of questions. Probably, so Cody mentioned anywhere from three to five. You know, probably five is a good number. Um, yep. Uh, where we'll come up with some type of trivia question and we'll see if we can stump the other two hosts. So you'll get to see how much we actually don't know about Disney. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to no. make it too hard. I mean, um, no asking questions about movies. I haven't seen. <laughs> Sorry, well, then, James, that's your well, own then, fault. Well, then we can't ask any movie questions. <laughs> yeah. Unless uh, it's been the 24 we've already watched. Yeah. Everything else is out of bounds for James. So what we're going to do. Yeah. We'll, we'll ask the questions and we're going to give you guys a chance to, to ask us questions and the, how we're going to do that is you can send us an email um, to talking Disney podcast at gmail.com. 
send the first email and in the subject block, just put question or something to that effect, question for episode 75, episode 75, question, whatever it may be, just so I know it's the question. And then send a second email with the answer to that question. And uh, if, if I see question or answer in the subject line, I will not open it until the night of the show when we're actually recording. I'll look through the emails and I will open the question uh, so that I don't get a chance to see it before uh, Cody and James do. We'll all get to, as soon as I open, I'll read it and we all, we'll, we'll all get to, to uh, hear it. And then we'll answer the question and then we'll open the answer email that you sent and uh, get the answer. Um, we figured that was the best way to do it so that, um, you know, I wouldn't see the emails before they did. And I knew what your answer was. So, yep. um, so talking Disney podcast at gmail.com, send us a question, send us two questions, send um, us 20 questions. If you want to send us 20 questions, we'll get them in. So, um, and then to be fair, like I said, I will not, I'll, I'll see the emails pop up, but I won't open them until the night that we record. Um, so we probably aren't going to record next week um, just so we can get some planning on this show. Uh, Cause there, there, there may be some other things that we'll, that we'll do. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll probably record the week before Halloween um, sometime that week. Uh, so I'm looking at sometime between the 25th and the 29th to record. Um, and if you have any ideas, things you, you say, Hey, this would be a good idea. Maybe you guys could talk about that. Obviously send it in. And uh, we'll see if we can get it in the 75th show. If not, we'll get it in a future show. So yep. uh, anything else you guys want to add that I may have forgotten? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Don't make them too hard. I mean, yeah. What was, uh, what was the address of Walt Disney's first house that he was born in? You know, although I, I think I know it, but Did he have I was a second <laughs> house that he was born in. No, well, the first house he lived in, the house that he was born in, you know. Um, <laughs> now that's um, a hard question. That's a hard question, yeah. Um, what was the second house that Walt Disney was born in? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? no trick questions. Come on. Yeah, no, yeah, trick, no trick questions. questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make it, I mean, don't make it super easy on us, but don't make it too hard. Um, Challenge us, but try not to make us look too stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do ask what was his address, I will know that one. So uh, that might be one that I'll ask Cody and James. Well, now I know what to look at. That's hard. 2156 Trip Avenue, I think it was, in Chicago. Wow. So I was just listening to a podcast about it. So Uh, now ask me their address in Marceline. I'm not quite sure. Or in... Yeah, when they moved to Kansas City, I don't remember that one. But all right, so get those emails in. Shoot yep. us some questions. You know who you are out there listening. Yeah. Uh, I better get one from Amber at least. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then maybe maybe her kid can send one in too. The one that gave uh, uh, Fox and the Hound. What was it? Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand. That's a that's, great score. That's the highest score ever. Thank you, Hannah, for that score. So, uh, all right. Well, that's all I got, guys. Any last minute alibis? Nope. nope. I think I'm good. All right. Well, uh, again, thanks for listening. Um, whatever part of the day you're at, whether it's your drive to work or you're sitting at home at night, uh, we really do appreciate it. We are yes. approaching, I think, 5,000 downloads on the on the podcast. Which, I mean, really. 
doesn't seem like a lot, but to me it's a lot. Um, yeah. Was that across all episodes? Yeah. 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 We, we've been getting at like an average of 60 to 70 an episode. So I'll take it. Ah, absolutely. Uh, maybe, maybe someday we'll be at six to 700 and then six to 6,000 and then maybe a million. Yeah. Who knows? Disney will yeah. start reaching out to us for press events uh, or reaching out to us to shut us down. One of the two. Yes. Quit using that music. <laughs> we do not own the rights to these music. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, if we got nothing else, uh, we will get out of here. Uh, again, thanks for listening and we will talk to you later. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-E. See you real soon. That's your mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because, because we, we like you. Be careful getting home. Bye-bye.